The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends than by picking up Bubble Genius's own tiny orange hand soap set. Give yourself a hand or take two. They're small, tiny in fact, teeny tiny. They're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza. Mr. Burgundy, you are acting like a baby. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. You are not a man, you are a big fat joke. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's science. I will have you know that I have more talent and more intelligence in my little finger than you do in your entire body, sir. You are a smelly pirate hooker. You look like a blueberry. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Well, you have bad hair. What did you say? I said your hair <clears throat> looks stupid. The best music on the best station. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> it is Thursday, February 16, 2017, and this is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob Seska, and that is Chez Pazienza sitting right over there. Hey there. Hi. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Playing that Dan Badandi sound for a specific reason. Uh, not just because uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, as Dan Badandi says, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu was in Washington, D.C. yesterday meeting with Trump. We're going to talk about that. But also, I am told, I've missed this part of the press conference, but I'm also told that Donald Trump accidentally mispronounced Netanyahu. So it's possible that he said... Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, from I haven't I haven't seen it. Oh, and God. I hear it's spectacular. Oh, God. But like, from what I'm reading, like people are saying that he's basically having a nervous breakdown on television. He's absolutely... He was absolutely having a nervous breakdown on television. Right there. Got to bring this in because uh, just before the show... Just before we crack the mics, as they say, he just wrapped up this uh, maybe hour-long nervous breakdown that he One had on National One hour and 17 minutes. One hour, 17 minutes. Donald Trump having a press conference and just going bananas. I mean, just, there's no other way to describe it other than to play this sound. I mean, that's where he is. He may have mispronounced Benjamin Netanyahu, but that's only one teeny tiny part 
of what's going on. Be- before we dive into this, I do have to mention that we're brought to you by BubbleGenius.com, also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. Get free legal advice at thebowenlawgroup.com slash Bob and Chez, or just click the link of the podcast page. Okay, so now, this press conference, I had a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about, and just before we are getting ready to do the show, in fact, we were going to start the show about a half an hour earlier than we actually have, but this press conference is going on, and it's Donald Trump. I mean, Twitter is going nuts right now. Uh, all of social media is going nuts right now. There are very serious people wondering whether or not Donald Trump is suffering from a nervous breakdown. I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily exaggeration. But there are yeah, a number but, of things. But again, going. the funny thing is, like, you know, his his supporters, his his the people who prop him up, and really that's the best way to describe him. Yeah, it's the people who prop him up, the Fox and Friends of the world, which yeah. he apparently said, you know which he apparently uh, extolled the virtues of during this press conference. No. They're not going to care. And it's just, it's, that's, it's baffling. It, it is. is, it is literally, you know, a group of people pointing at a fire and going, Oh no, everything's fine. That's not a fire. Oh yeah. Yeah. And of course they're loving every second of this. All of Trump's supporters are, are devouring this because he's just spent an hour and 17 minutes attacking the press yeah. and brutally. So, yeah. I mean, unlike anything we have ever seen, I mean, there's been nothing like this in the history of presidential politics no. that, that I'm aware of, at least in the modern age of electronic communications. No, because we've we've it's never been this embarrassing or this shameful. It is absolutely. I mean, shameful and embarrassing barely begins to describe what happened for an hour and 17 minutes in the White House today. Yeah, I, I, put, I put it up on Facebook yesterday and I retweeted, but Matt Ford from from uh, The Atlantic had the single best comment that oh, that I've heard in I don't know how long mm-hmm. about what we're going through. Yeah. And he said, he said, it's less of a news cycle these days and more of that Battlestar Galactica episode where the Cylons attack every 33 minutes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely right. Well, I'm going to give you a taste of something that Donald Trump said today. This was the I didn't even know there was a press conference going on. And then suddenly I'm seeing social media go bananas. And one of the first things to come out of Trump's mouth was this obvious lie. I'm here following through on what I pledged to do. It's all I'm doing. I put it out before the American people. Got 306 Electoral College votes. I wasn't supposed to get 222. They said there's no way to get 222. (laughs) 230 is impossible. Jesus Christ. 270, which you need, that was laughable. We got 306. Oh, my God. Because people came out and voted like they've never seen before. So that's the way it goes. I guess it was the biggest electoral college win since Ronald Reagan. Which, by the way, it's not. No, no, no. No, it's not. There are two bigger bigger electoral college wins since. I know. And Obama is one of them. Obama's one of them. Absolutely. Obama's two of them, in fact. Mm-hmm. Didn't Obama get more electoral college votes in uh, so. 2012? Some, somebody actually um, put up the, the figures. I don't have them in front yeah, of me. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to uh, largest electoral college. And, and, again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Yeah. It's, it's, he's not, that's not a matter of opinion. Mm. You know, it's not like, well, look, I have this opinion that this, like, that you can go, all right, look, I, I, you know, I have to figure out, I can, you know, this can be debated. This can be argued. Yeah. It's, he stated a fact that's fucking wrong. Yeah. That is a lie. That is bullshit. That exists only in his tiny pea brain. <laughs> right. Let's see. I'm trying to find. Uh, I've got this list here in terms of the uh, the largest electoral college win uh, margins. And let's see. Donald Trump is number 46 out of all. What is it? 50. 
56 elections, 50, no, 57, 58 elections. Donald Trump's uh, electoral college margin of victory was exactly <laughs> ranked number 46. My uh, friend of mine who works at CNN, he just, he posted on Facebook, he says, wow, anybody else have whiplash? And Elsie Granderson, who you've seen on uh, CNN many times, wrote, mm -hmm. I don't have the time to answer your, your little question. I'm too busy setting up a meeting with the Congressional Black Caucus who I'm <laughs> friends with. <laughs> Exactly right. By the way, Obama's uh, electoral college victories were ranked number 37 and number 32, respectively. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wrong. 45 other presidents have more, have a higher electoral college margin of victory than Donald Trump. So, I mean, I, I, we don't even need to talk about this. I mean, it's kind of a, a useless exercise to even mention it. But just for the record, <laughs> he wasn't. He, what he said there was a big fat lie. Um <laughs> I'm willing to go to, and I've been I've been courting this for a while now in the stuff that I write. I'm willing to go to this this sort of oddball stage now, yeah. where I don't think they're lies. I think they're genuinely, and this is far worse, delusions. Delusions. I yeah. think that he yeah. really believes this crap. Mm -hmm. It's just he doesn't know the fucking difference. That's right. That's right. He's basically like, remember that documentary that I've been talking about for like a year now? It's called The Brainwashing of My Dad. Basically, Donald Trump could be, I mean, it's entirely possible that he could be this dad character who has spent so many years of his later life watching Fox News Channel, ensconced in cable news, and on top of all of that, political internet. And, and this is just... Combined with his own natural psychoses, the things that he's been dealing with, the insecurities, the mental illness, the uh, just the lack of uh, core. He has no value, no core values, nothing that we could actually define as being human. Then you combine that with the fact that he's been brainwashed by conser the conservative entertainment complex for many, many years. That could absolutely explain what's going on. I think that's just as valid an explanation as anything else. I don't think it precludes mental illness because I do think he is also, also mentally ill. And I guess to be at this level of delusional, where it's on one thing, it's okay. On one hand, it's okay for the guy at the end of the bar who watches Fox News Channel all day long, ranting and raving about. Barack Obama or whatever the boogeyman is that he tends to uh, attack at time to time. It could be anything. Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco values. You fill in the blank. Yeah. But except that guy is just at the end of a bar. This guy's the president of the United States. That yeah, is I mean, look, I'm 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 a, an inch away from writing a, a piece that I think uh, genuinely I think needs to, to be said at this point. Granted, mm -hmm. it's completely unprecedented or as our idiot, you know, fucking commander in chief would say unprecedented. Mm -hmm. But can we have a do can we have a do over? Yeah, I mean, I think we need one. I think that I think that if, you know, it's moving toward the fact, first of all, we know the Russians rigged the election or yeah. we know not yeah. rigged the election. Pardon me. I don't want to say that. But we know that the Russians worked for a very good long time to thwart Hillary Clinton and install Donald Trump in office. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I would did, say that they rigged it. I would say that they absolutely conspired they, with they, the Trumps. They didn't rig the election itself. They rigged the campaign. Yeah. Well, so, that's just it. That's what I mean. I'm not saying that they necessarily yeah, exactly. hacked the machines or anything like that, which there's but no evidence for. But Exactly. But here's the thing. If they did that, and certainly if anybody from Trump's team, anyone at all, colluded with them, and it's looking more and more like that happened, Yeah. Um, then, you know, impeaching Donald Trump and putting Mike Pence in, in office, 
basically still continues to give the Russia what it wanted, which is the, you know, I mean, granted, I'm not sure they wanted Mike Pence. They wanted Donald Trump because Donald Trump is an agent of chaos. Yeah. But everybody needs to get thrown out and it need, there needs to be a do over because you can't give this foreign power what it wants, what it worked hard to achieve. You know, none of them deserve it. None of them deserve to be there. Yep. You know, it's all, you know, it, in, in sort of, you know, uh, legal in, in, uh, in sort of legal parlance, it's fruit of the poisonous tree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't even forgive Pence on this because I, I do think Pence is actually connected to everything. I, I, I do think at this point we cannot discount any member of the Trump inner circle as being part of this Russia conspiracy to hijack the entire election campaign, et cetera. And I think I think Flynn, uh, not Flynn, <laughs> certainly, certainly Flynn was in on it, of course. Where's breakfast? But Mike Pence is also in on it. And I think Mike Pence is equally guilty as the rest of the cabal. I do honestly believe that. And if Trump goes down, if uh, the rest of Trump's advisors go down because they've all been colluding with Russia in some way. And, of course, this was this would have been the big news story of today's show, which would talk about the, the bombshell New York Times article showing that uh, uh, Trump campaign staffers had contact with Russian intelligence during the campaign. I mean, who, who else? Pence? Was Pence involved with that? We don't know yet. But it's entirely possible. So when they go down, Pence could go down too. And, and so what we end up with is... President of the United States, Paul Ryan, uh, who is uh, second in line, <laughs> second in the line of succession there. Um, but I want to get back to some of the quotes from this press conference, because it's important to get this down on the record. Holy God. You know, and by I know the way, it's worth, it's, worth, uh, it's worth mentioning here that Trump and Fox and Friends, I don't know who did it first. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like who wore it first, who yeah. wore it better. Um, but I do know that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that I'm willing to bet that Fox did it first. Uh, Fox today made the claim that uh, the Democrats made up the Russia story because they had to, to figure out a way to overcome the fact that Donald Trump beat them so badly by so many electoral votes. Oh, and Trump, of course, tweeted that out. That's I'm, I'm going to say right after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the uh, uh, let me see. Um, oh, the Democrat, here's the tweet. The Democrats had to come up with a story as to why they lost the election and so badly in parentheses 306. So they made up a story dash Russia in all caps, period. Fake news. <laughs> he is out of his fucking mind. He is completely out of it. And But again, this goes back to something we've talked about so many times, which is if he refuses to accept reality, if he's that mad, if he's that completely off his rocker, yeah. that he refuses to accept it, and, and if his idiot followers are not watching the news other than any place besides Fox, will it really bring him down? I want to believe it will because I think that, that, the, that you know, there is enough of this country that still subscribes to this, this odd little thing we call reality yeah. you know, that still adheres to it. Right. Um, that, yeah, it will happen, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, reality, reality, where uh, Donald Trump is the 46th uh, ranked on the list of electoral college victories and not, you know, the best since Reagan, which is just verifiably false. He also said drugs are becoming cheaper than candy bars. That is interesting. Drugs are becoming cheaper than candy. We only wish that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is awesome katie turr mm -hmm. 
from NBC who, yeah. you know, Trump is just beating oh, of course up. She, he, yeah. she called she called today's Trump presser Festivus. <laughs> Festivus, Jesus. It's nothing but an airing of grievances. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> he also said, this administration is running like a fine-tuned machine. Chaos. Yet it is the exact opposite. This administration is running like a fine-tuned machine despite the fact that I can't get my cabinet approved and they're outstanding people. <laughs> no, 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 that is untrue. That is untrue. That is untrue. All of that is untrue. It's not running like a... Does anybody follow the news? Uh, any, anyone in the White House? Anyone? <laughs> Hello? Jesus Christ. Oh, you know, I have this theory, by the way. Just throw this in here. Because he also said something about uh, nobody is less anti-Semitic than Donald Trump. He did he did that rant today during his press conference. And I swear to God, and I want to go back and research the quotes, but I have a, a hunch that that is his tell. That's one of his tells, that he's lying. When he what? says, nobody, nobody has more respect for the intelligence community than Donald Trump. Nobody. Mm. And he said that about women too. I mean, he, said, he doesn't. He doesn't need to tell. Everything you know, no, he, he says is bullshit. But this is something that he does when right. he believes the exact opposite. Like he also said it during the campaign. He said, "Like nobody has more respect for women than Donald Trump. Nobody." Just like that. And he said the same thing about the CIA. He's been saying similar things about groups that he obviously has zero respect for. But that's one of his tells. So watch for that. Watch for Donald Trump saying nobody has more respect for blank than Donald Trump. Nobody. I want to go back and look that up. He also said today that uh, uh, he was talking about he was being asked about Mike Flynn. And, and Donald Trump said about Mike Flynn, I didn't direct him, but I would have directed him. That doesn't make any sense. So basically no. what Donald Trump is saying that he didn't tell Mike Flynn to contact the Russian ambassador. But he would have if I guess if he had been given the opportunity, he would have said, Mike Flynn, go contact the Russian ambassador and talk about sanctions now. Go. But this is basically just a, a mental patient's way of saying I did it. I mean, that's basically all he's really saying. He also said lots of things are done with uranium. Another little pearl of wisdom from President of the United States, Donald Trump. He also said, and this is a whole other line of uh, uh, topic here. This is a whole other topic that we need to talk about. But he also said today, the leaks are real, but the news about them is fake. So therefore, the leaks about Flynn Where's breakfast? Uh, and, and Donald Trump's campaign staff colluding with Russia prior to the inauguration, whether during the campaign or during the transition, are real. He just admitted on national television, and he's been doing it on Twitter, too, and we're going to get to all that crap in just a minute. But he's admitting to the wrongdoing. He's saying it like an idiot he's in public. Really, he's fucking nuts. This has to stop. And I mean, again, <laughs> I it's, it's not even a matter of 
it's not even a matter of opinion here. It's not even a matter of look, the guy's the guy's bananas. It's it's as simple as putting it to Republicans and never letting up with them. And the media, yeah. the, the press needs to do this. Basically, it's just every time you get a Republican on TV, every time Tapper interviews somebody or whenever you know the Sunday shows do or whatever, to just say, look, I need to ask you something. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a presidential news conference in our lifetime, our entire lifetime? Anything like that, anything like that. Well, you know, it's not even in other words, you know, just just without even making the judgment call that he's again, he's freaking bananas. Yeah. But I mean, did you ever see anything like that? That's just the thing, though. I mean, we're late for a break, but I want to add this, that what they're saying is, oh, he's just a disruptor. He's just disrupting Washington. He's upturning Washington because it needs to be upturned. You know what? No. What he's doing is he's manufacturing chaos. And, and Washington yeah. cannot function on chaos. It does not work. It creates more chaos. And the more chaos there is, the more destabilization there is, the economy starts to fall apart, foreign policy starts to fall apart, suddenly we're a target even by close allies, and we already were. I mean, our allies are already eavesdropping as finding out that Trump's people have been talking to Russia. They also have the evidence. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, this is this is a president who lives in fantasy land. He lives on another plane of existence, divorced from anyone else's. He and his and his increasingly small group of supporters are in fantasy land. They are not observing objective reality. And I know you can say that about a lot of politicians, but but and, and it would be a fun metaphor to use. But in this case, it is absolutely real. He is not seeing the same reality that the rest of us are seeing. He is seeing a skewed different reality. It's like he's got some sort of weird glasses on that he can look into like another dimension. And that's and it's bled into his head. It's like he's wearing virtual reality glasses and he forgot to take them off. And that's all he's seeing. It's terrifying. The president of the United States. Jesus, God. And we and the, and the best part about it is we all saw this coming. Yeah, we everyone did. did. We this did. is not. It's not like this is a big surprise. Like he lied yeah. to us for a year and a half, and then suddenly, oh my God, I've been bait. I've been baited and switched. Yeah. Meanwhile, Susan Sarandon on MSNBC yesterday, like, well, f the Trump disruption. Just f her. A disaster. F that fucking idiot. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, let's talk about Harry's razors. And maybe we'll get to some of the stuff. That happened before the last hour and a half. That's the way the news is working these days. Uh-huh. But you know what? You know what? I still had time to shave today. Still had time to shave with my Harry's razor, complete with the trimmer blade. I got all that pesky hair that gathers right under my nose, and I was able to trim the uh, side sideburns with my Harry's razor. A smooth, clean shave from a blade that glides like butter and comes right to my door at half the cost of the big-name brands. That's what I love about shaving with products from Harry's. From the hefty, balanced handle that fits your hand to the precision-engineered five-blade cartridges that come with a lubricating strip, a trimmer blade, which I love, and a travel cover to Harry's rich, lathering shave gel. It all started when Harry's founders Jeff and Andy got tired of getting ripped off on blade prices. One big company in particular jacked their prices again and again and made a fortune while we spent a fortune. Jeff and Andy quickly discovered the problem, the middleman. 
They bought their own factory, one one that's been making blades for over 100 years, so they can ship top-quality blades directly to you. And they are excellent. Take it from me. The result? Quality products at your door for half of what you've been paying. And that's the Harry's story. Become a part of it. Go to harrys.com right now. Try their new shave set free of charge. You just pay shipping. Sign up at harrys.com slash B-A-N-D-C. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash B-A-N-D-C. And because you're a loyal listener to this podcast, Harry's will even throw in a free post-shave bomb. But only, only, only if you log on at harrys.com slash B-A-N-D-C. The Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to our Thursday show. Thank you for joining us today. Okay, we're trying to plow through this uh, Trump press conference. Um, You know, we talk about this stuff, and we laugh at it, and we go, what the f*** is going on? But it doesn't really fully underscore how f***ing serious this all is. I mean, I can't, I can't emphasize enough how serious it is that the president of the United States is mentally unfit to be president, that the president of the United States is viewing a different reality than the rest of the world. I can only imagine what they're thinking. Other heads of state are thinking about Donald Trump. I'm wondering what the rest of the world is thinking about the United States. We have now become the flailing stupid kid on the block. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That everyone makes fun of. (laughs) The leaks are real, but the news about them is fake, he said today. He also said, I love to negotiate things. I do it well and all that stuff. That was sort of an innocuous quote. You know, know, I'm always making lists. That's why Steven Spielberg hired me for Schindler's List. I have full-blown AIDS. That's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, by the way, that's uh, Liam Neeson on Ricky Gervais's show. One of the funniest goddamn scenes I've ever seen. One of the funniest comedy scenes I've ever seen. Go look it up. You have to. You have to Google it. Go, <laughs> Liam Neeson, Ricky Gervais. That's all you got to do. All right. He also said uh, about Fox and Friends. He said Fox and Friends is the most honest morning show. He's having a, He's having a nervous breakdown. Regarding his former national security advisor, Flynn. Where's breakfast? uh, Trump just said, I fired him because he talked to Pence. Now, there's so much wrong with that little phrase. It's one, four, eight eight words. Eight words. Yeah. It it sounds like somebody, like, explained it to him in detail, and that's all he remembers. That's all he's taken away from it. Yeah, that's his big take. I fired him because he talked to Pence. Like, like he he didn't actually fire him. Just somebody had to explain, here's what you're going to say. Right. And all I can remember is that. Well, so what that reveals is that Trump did fire him. It was packaged in the form of a resignation, which is the way these things usually work. You're going to have to you're going to have to tend to your resignation, uh, uh, Mike Flynn, and you're going to have to do that. You know what? Yeah. This this is bullshit. Yeah. This is bullshit. Right. But, <laughs> which is probably how he but responded. Here's the thing. It may it, again. This is coming from Trump, so every everything is suspect. Suspect. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it, 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 that may be total bullshit. Yeah. Like Flynn just said there, that may be absolute nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's better for Trump to seem like the, the you know, the strong man yep. and say that he fired him when in reality it may have just been Trump's, you know, Trump is totally oblivious. His people went to Flynn and said, you, this, this has to end. And Flynn stepped down. Yep. I mean, yeah. 
Plus, he lied to Pence. Flynn, Flynn lied to Pence. You know what? Yeah, it's, this, I know. This is bullshit. No. This is bullshit. Really, really is. Then he said, here's something horrifying that Donald Trump said. He said, nuclear holocaust would be like no other. <laughs> talking of, uh, of Russia, I think he said, they're a very powerful nuclear country and so are we. Wow. Um, he also said, I don't have to tell you what I'm going to do in North Korea. Wow. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> and that's only the beginning. It was like, there were so many things. I, I mean, I couldn't write it, write them down quickly enough. I'm just, I'm skimming through. Tw- yeah. He goes, he also said, I'm the least racist person you will ever meet. He also and said, there it is again. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody is less racist than Donald Trump. Nobody. Which means nobody is more racist than Donald Trump. Nobody. You got to got to look at it as the opposite, <laughs> or that everybody is less racist than Donald Trump. I guess that would be the exact opposite. And we haven't even gotten into the tweets from today. But before we get into the tweets, where I, there was one other thing, and again, this was uh, classic Ches Pazienza. Writing about the uh, Donald Trump's rant during the Netanyahu press conference yesterday. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Right. And this quote from Donald Trump. I don't know if you've got your article up there, but oh, my God, this this quote. Here's the question. Here's how the question was raised. Mr. President, since your election campaign and even after your victory, we've seen a sharp rise in anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic across the United States. And I wonder what you say to those among the Jewish community in the states, uh, the states in Israel and maybe around the world who believe and feel that your administration is playing with xenophobia and maybe racist tones. And Mr. Prime Minister, do you agree that what the president just said about the need for Israel to restrain or to stop settlement activity in the West Bank and a quick follow up on my friend's question, simple question. Do you back off your vision to the end of the vision to the end of the conflict of two state solution as you lay out in your speech or still support it? Thanks. So that was the question. Uh, first of all, I don't believe that Donald Trump realized what settlement meant. I think he was thinking settlement was like lawsuit settlement. So when he said to uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu yesterday, he said you could ease up on the settlements. I think he was thinking that Benjamin Netanyahu should ease up settling lawsuits against him. That would that wouldn't yeah that wouldn't be a surprise because, because that's what happens with Donald Trump. Donald Trump has to settle all these lawsuits against him. And uh, and maybe he thinks that uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is like simpatico, like he's also getting sued left and right and he should stop settling the lawsuits. I think that's what Donald Trump really meant. I don't think he knows what settlements are. I don't think he can describe. He doesn't know the difference between Sharia and uh, or he doesn't know the difference between Sunni and Shia Muslim. He doesn't know the difference between those two groups of people. I'm sure he doesn't. We're going to be so we're going to be so good with the cyber, (laughs) the cyber. Right. The cyber. Right. So do you have the Do you have the quote up I there? I do. Okay. I do. Let's, this was this was his this response. Was response. All right. Wait, let's get some. And, let's let's and get it, some good response. We need some solid response music for this. Let's try this it one. It starts exactly how you would expect. Okay. Can you Can you take a guess how it starts? Well, I just want to say that we are, you know, very honored by the victory that we had. Three hundred sixteen electoral college votes. We were not supposed to crack. 
Wait, didn't you say it was 306? Yeah. He said, three, what did he say, 316? 316 yeah. electoral college votes. We were not supposed to crack 220. You know that, right? There was no way to 221, but then they said there's no way to 270. And there's tremendous enthusiasm out there. I will say that we are going to have peace in this country. We're going to stop crime in this country. We're going to do everything in our power to stop long-simmering racism and every other thing that's going on. There's a lot of bad things that have been taking place over a long period of time. I think one of the reasons I won the election is that we have a very, very divided nation. Very divided. And hopefully, I'll be able to do something about that. And I, you know, it was something that was very important to me. As far as people, Jewish people, so many friends, a daughter who happens to be here right now, a son-in-law and three beautiful grandchildren, I think that you're going to see a lot different United States of America over the next three, four, or eight years. I... Three. That's interesting. I think I think a lot of good things are happening, and you're going to see a lot of love. You're going to see a lot of love, okay? Thank you. That's his answer. That's his fucking... That's his rambling of a mental patient answer. It's like so like I said, there there are people who've gone off, like who've, who've taken themselves off of Haloperidol who could give you a more coherent answer than that. And, you know, he did the same thing with the 220, 221. There was no way to 220, and then there was no way to 270. He did the exact same thing today during that press he conference. Just, it's like, just give him a set of fucking ball bearings. Again, already. yeah. So- and, let him, and let him sit there and play with them. <laughs> and he a gives set an of ball answer. bearings. He said yesterday, yesterday, okay, this is what he said yesterday. We were not supposed to crack 220. You know that, right? There was no way to 221. But then they said there was no way to 270. There's a tremendous enthusiasm out there. So he said something about the 220, 221, 270. This was him today at today's press conference. 306 electoral college votes. I wasn't supposed to to get 222. They said there's no way to get 222. (laughs) 230 is impossible. 270, which you need, that was laughable. He said yesterday, yesterday with Benjamin Netanyahu, he said 316 electoral votes, which is actually 306. We were not supposed to crack 220. You know that, right? There was no way to 221. But then they said there was no way to 270. He basically said the same thing. This is absolutely insane. This has to stop. <laughs> I know. This this is not funny. This is really really bad. This has really to bad. stop. The guy yeah. this guy is is nuts. Yep. He is bananas and he has access to the nuclear codes. I swear to you, I have never said this publicly before, but I swear to God, I really hope that somewhere behind the scenes there is somebody who works for the secret service who has been kind of quietly tasked with, look, if he goes for the <laughs> nuclear football, you know what to do. Oh yeah. Exactly. Well, God, we can only hope. We can only hope for that to take place. That that if he tries something, yeah, and he's got that these there guys. is somebody there from the government who has basically been put in place to do what needs to be done. I mean, let's put this in full perspective. Not just the nuclear football, but Donald Trump carries around with him something called the biscuit, which is a card containing all of the nuclear codes that is on his person at all times by law. This is how it's supposed to work. And Donald Trump has those codes in his pocket. The, the guy who said, I don't have to tell you what I'm going to do in North Korea. The guy who said Fox and Friends is the most honest morning show. The guy who said that his electoral college victory was the biggest since Reagan. Yeah, the guy who said, the guy who said, uh, you know, how many weeks ago was it uh, during the CIA uh, when he went to, the, to Langley, uh, when he talked about how, you know, and then the rain stopped. The rain stopped while I was speaking. It was like God said he doesn't want it to rain. When it's provable yes. that the rain didn't fucking stop. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And by the way, I saw that John Oliver segment. I saw the whole John Oliver show. Maybe the yeah. best half hour of political comedy I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Holy God, really that was bad. But even stuff. but even before Oliver did it, and I'm glad Oliver did it. But yeah. even before he did it, that is that's another one of those things that has stuck in my brain. Yeah. One of those things where he says something that is so absolutely where he, where he tells a lie or again he he spouts a delusion yeah. that is so easily verifiable mm-hmm. you know that to me that that's up there with him going on the today show and saying that the voice of john quote unquote john Barron, oh, the yeah. guy the guy that, that it's not him no john i've never Miller. heard that people do my voice all the time that's that's <laughs> not me which is like the whole country just heard your voice and you have the balls to say no that's not me this is like, again, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I said this was sort of like uh, uh, the the episode of Star Trek where Spock has the goatee. Yep. But what's happening is, is that kind of reality because of Donald Trump is beginning to merge with our reality. And then there's this other alternative reality <laughs> that's occurring because of Donald Trump. It's scary. It's like this weird science fiction thing going on. This is something that someone would have proposed as a movie, like as a, as a weird like Twilight Zone episode, and everyone would go, ah, it's too far-fetched. Ah, I don't think so. By the way, my favorite John Oliver joke, <laughs> so the president and Trump are two words that do not belong together, sort of like mom's orgasm. I thought that was the funniest goddamn joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, basically... for. Since, I guess, what was it, 2014 or 2015? 2014, 2015, Chez and I started talking about a guy named Dan Badandi, who is closely associated with Alex Jones and the InfoWars universe. He's a shaved monkey who now, in perspective, seems like way more articulate than we gave him credit for compared to the President of the United States. I think going over all of Dan Badandi's sound clips from his stupid podcast prepared us or gave us the context for examining someone who is just so completely disconnected with reality. Exactly. Totally disconnected. This is Dan Badani, by the Prime way. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Netanyahu. <laughs> God. All right, here's some of Trump's tweets from today. Again, we haven't even, well, we did mention the press conference from yesterday, but basically we're still on all the shit that went down today. All right. Here are some of the things that Donald Trump tweeted this morning. Big, big Twitter diarrhea this morning. Let's see here. Got to bring up our sad whining music because, of course, Donald Trump loves whining. Stop whining. Yep. Can't stop whining. It goes on Twitter every morning while he's watching Fox and Friends and whines. Stop whining. Yeah. So he said here, as we said before, the Democrats had to come up with a story. Oh, I'm reading in reverse order now. Let's start, start with the earliest one first. The stock market hits new high with longest winning streak in decades. Great level of confidence and optimism even before tax plan rollout, he said. So basically, he's taking credit for three and a half weeks of an extended stock market rally that's been lasting since the end of the Great Recession. So basically, the the streak has been going on since 2010. And Donald Trump is taking credit for all of it even though he's only been president for the last three and a half, three and a half weeks of it. So that was Donald Trump's first uh, tweet this morning, which was, again, yeah. alternate reality. Absolutely. Then he writes, leaking and even illegal classified leaking has been a big problem in Washington for years. Failing New York Times and others must apologize. So what we're getting here, as, as we said before, 
as I wrote about in the Daily Banter yesterday, Donald Trump is admitting that the leaks are genuine. Therefore, if the leaks are genuine, then Donald Trump, or maybe not necessarily Donald, because we haven't, the, the, the story hasn't gotten to Donald Trump's lap yet, but it's gotten to most of the people around him that they colluded with Russia to hijack the election. And now he's saying those leaks verifying that story are real, but that the story itself, the reporting about those real leaks that he is saying are real and and therefore illegal and therefore punishable, the news reporting about it is fake. Yep. He also said here on Twitter, the spotlight has finally been put on the low-life leakers. They will be caught, he said. I'm wondering if he means members of the intelligence community or if he's referencing the journalists. Because it's really easy to find the journalists. I mean, their names are right there in the articles, Donald. Biff. Now, Biff, don't con me. Then he writes, fake news in all caps. Fake news media, which makes up stories and source. By the way, he said today that he's going to change it now to very fake news. It's not just going to be fake news. It's going to be he's adding the word very because oh, well, that's, that's going to make a huge difference. I know. Fake news media, which makes up stories and quote unquote sources, is far more effective than the discredited Democrats, but they are fading fast. So basically, he's saying the Democrats are worse than the fake news media, but the fake news media is competing. So maybe the fake news media is going to be worse than the Democrats soon. (laughs) This is the president of the United States. The Democrats had to come up with a story. This is the one we read earlier, but just just for good measure. The Democrats had to come up with a story as to why they lost the election, and so badly, in parentheses, 306. So they made up a story. Russia. Fake news. So then yesterday, on top of everything else, yesterday he tweeted, and this is in the wake of not just... Uh, uh, Flynn resigning. Where's breakfast? But also in the wake of this bombshell New York Times article about how senior campaign staffers communicated with members of Russian intelligence during the campaign. In response to this, Donald Trump tweets, uh, information is being illegally given to the failing New York Times and Washington Post by the intelligence community, NSA and FBI, question mark, just like Russia. So he's compared the intelligence community to Nazi Germany. We know that. He's now comparing them to Russia, weirdly, which is only going to antagonize them since what they're doing is they're trying to disconnect the tether between Donald Trump's mouth and Vladimir Putin's dick. Then he tweets, the real scandal here is that classified information is illegally given out by quote unquote intelligence. He went there again with the scare quotes. Like candy, which, by the way, candy more expensive now than drugs. <laughs> Just throwing that in there. Jesus Christ. And then he writes, very un-American, exclamation mark. So again, I go back to this idea of Donald Trump being so addled and so erratic and so full of fucking shit that he's actually going out in public and saying the leaks are real but that the news stories about them are fake. He said it right here. I I, I actually didn't make that up. I just quoted Donald Trump. He just said in the press conference today, the leaks are real, but the news about them is fake. (laughs) That's an actual Donald Trump quote from today. So if the leaks are real, ergo, he is guilty. His campaign staffers are guilty. 
Mike Flynn is guilty. You know what? Yeah. This this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Totally agree, Flynn. <laughs> All right. We uh we just sailed right on past our bottom of the hour break. So we're going to take another break now and come back and uh, uh talk about uh, God only knows. Donald Trump's alternative universe right after these words. After months of intensive study with the top linguists of our time in preparation for our Mardi Gras ad, we admit our Cajun accent isn't finely honed. But that won't stop us from telling you about our awesome Mardi Gras soap. Try our Fado Doe Fleur de Lis soap on a beaded Mardi Gras rope. It smells like pralines and cream. Or our King for a Day King Cake soap. Each cinnamony slice comes with its own baby. So, we'll let the Cajuns do what they do best, and we'll stick with what we do best. Make awesome, vegan-friendly soap. Laissez les bons temps rouler! BubbleGenius.com This is the Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right. Uh, we, we talk a lot about gaslighting. Uh, you see that on oh, social yeah. media. It's become a meme. It's become a thing. Talking about Trump and gaslighting. Basically, the definition of gaslighting is making it seem like the people who are sane are actually insane. Making them doubt their own sanity. Right. And so as I'm looking right, at this... Yeah, as I'm as we're all looking at this Russia story and how brutally obvious it is, Donald Trump is gaslighting basically by saying you people are insane for believing this story. I can't, I can't believe you're even believing this hooey. This is made up by the Democrats. It's fake news, and so we're going. Oh my God! Ugh. And so, but if you look at the, the the sequence of events, if you look at how all this came together with Donald Trump and Russia. It is all so obvious. The story is so clear. It is, and, and for them to sit there and go, what are you talking about? We didn't do anything wrong. Who, me? You know, it makes you feel like you're losing your fucking mind because you're seeing all the facts laid out in a perfectly smooth and contiguous line. And Donald Trump is saying, nope, nope, nope. Wrong. Right. You're full of for thinking all of that. But I mean, let's let's put it all together here. First of all, we got Vladimir Putin who's been collecting compromising material on Donald Trump for many, many years. Trump makes it super easy to do it because Donald Trump is Donald Trump. He's a fucking maniac. He has no personal restraint. And then via uh surrogates uh, uh Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, Mike Flynn, uh Carter Page, Putin reaches out to the Trump campaign suggesting some sort of quid pro quo. A tit for tat. Of course, Donald Trump especially loves the tit part, right, Donald? Titties. Uh, Russia will help Trump. I mean, here's the obvious point. So obvious. Russia will help Trump win via hacking, etc. If Trump agrees to go easy on Putin with regard to things like, hmm, what have we seen so far? What have, what have some uh, 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 Putin policies that Donald Trump has backed? Uh, going easy on NATO, uh, getting well, actually getting tough on NATO. Uh, 
sanctions, Russia sanctions that have been in place for years, plus the new ones that were just put in place by the Obama administration following the news of the hacking, military incursions, and so forth. This whole bit about Nikki Haley going to the UN and talking about Crimea, that's all a self-conscious response to the negative press about Russia. I seriously doubt Donald Trump is sitting up worrying about what happens in Crimea. Donald Trump doesn't give a rip about Crimea, probably couldn't pick out Crimea on a, on a world map. Of course not. No, of course not. And, and Sean Spicer's comments the other day about that, about, you know, he's spoken out about Crimea. He's spoken like all these things that he's supposedly spoken out about and been yeah. very tough on Russia for that he f***ing hasn't. Right. So Russia, Russia approaches the Trump people with this quid pro quo. Of course, Trump can't say no way because Putin has him blackmailed. Putin's got all this compromise on him. So Trump, for the first time in 70 f***ing years, suddenly begins to give a shit about Russia. Then he heaps all this praise on Putin whenever he can. Not a single ugly anti-Putin word has escaped Donald Trump's little anus mouth. Nope. At the same time, Trump lashes out at the American government and the U.S. military for being killers. Newly installed commander-in-chief <laughs> hurls the U.S. military and the American government under a bus in the name of what? downplaying Vladimir Putin's human rights record. His horrendous human rights record. Then he also compares the U.S. intelligence community to Nazi Germany. Attacks the FBI and the CIA again while, while idiotically verifying the, the veracity of the leaks like a stupid idiot. Then he has the nerve to, has the nerve to wonder why the intelligence community and for that matter the press and his own staffers are going bananas trying to take him down. He's why, why, oh, why are they doing this to me? Big fucking whiny diaper baby. So, while everything else is imploding, including uh, the ouster of uh, Mike Flynn, where's breakfast? Russia deploys the spy. There's a spy ship lingering off the east coast of the United States right now. Putin, meanwhile, violate, violated a treaty by deploying an intermediate, intermediate range uh, ground based missile. A, a cruise missile. Trump, until today, Trump said someone asked him about it in the press conference today. And Trump was like, "That's eh, bad, bad," something like that, and that was all he said. But up until today, didn't say a goddamn thing about the fact that there is a Russian spy ship off the east coast of the United States. First, it was off the coast of Delaware. Now it's off the coast of Connecticut. What's it doing there? I don't know. What does the president of the United States say? Nothing. Bad. He said, "Bad, bad." Which is about as meaningless as when he says... Uh, China. Right. That's the story. And it's so obvious. Anyone following along knows that all these pieces connect together. I, I'm starting to sound... We're both. Chez and I both are self-conscious about sounding too much like uh, Alex Jones. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I'm very concerned about that. You know, I, I, wrote, I wrote that piece... Um, you got it. Oh, God. Again, the news cycle. Was it yesterday? Yeah. It was yesterday that I wrote that. Like, it all blends together for me at this point. But yeah, <laughs> where I said that it really looked to me like Kelly and Conway may, 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 I don't know for sure, may have been sort of, uh, you know, signaling, uh, sending sort of a, a coded almost, you know, white nationalist message in one of her tweets. Yeah. The one that she deleted and said she doesn't know how it got there. She doesn't know who was using her account, which is, which is just bad. Crazy. Yeah. And yeah, and, and I don't want to turn into that. I don't, you know, but I but I do make it clear. One thing I'll do is if I ever say something that sounds a little outlandish, I'll say, look, I can't I can't prove this. Yeah. I don't know. 
But I mean, of course, it's probably true. I mean, because we can't we can't downplay anything coming out of this this White House. And by the way, I just want to reiterate, there is no grand strategy. There's no seven layer chess going on. There's no, oh, you know what he's doing when he said the thing about Russia? He's actually distracting from a sinister plot by Steve Bannon to take over the Fed. No, 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 no. (laughs) There's no plan like that. This is all basically what we're seeing from the White House. The entire White House has now become a replica an oversized, uh, outsized scale replica of Donald Trump's brain. Yeah. And everything Which happening. Is terrifying. Uh, terrifying. So everything that's happening inside that building is terrifying and reflects almost 100% Trump's brain. The madness and Hieronymus Bosch chaos occurring inside that building is what's occurring inside Donald Trump's brain on a regular basis. So that's what we're seeing. Now, the intelligence community is retaliating against Trump. What was the quote that Schindler reported the other day, John Schindler? He said uh, he's going to die in jail. Yeah, yeah, right. The, uh, I suppose the intelligence community, which is highly patriotic, they take an oath. Members of the intelligence community take an oath, and they take that oath quite seriously. And when Donald Trump goes on Twitter and, and puts intelligence in scare quotes and then compares them to Nazi Germany and now to Russia, which is basically like, this is like Donald Trump being the intelligence community. You're just like Russia. I'm getting really like pornographic now with my Donald Trump analogies. Did you ever notice that? <laughs> just notice that myself. But that's what that's what he's fucking doing at this point. And they know it. I mean, they're what they're doing is they're investigating this act of treason that involves Vladimir Putin and Russia, which is Say what you will about the level of relations against Russia. The intelligence community on both sides, on the American side and on the Russian side, clearly on the Russian side, are endlessly antagonizing each other. And Donald Trump compared the intelligence community, including the FBI, to Russia, which is basically like me comparing uh, Chez Pazienza to Dan Badandi. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Chez, you're just like Dan Badandi mixed I with. Am, uh, actually. I mean, in fact, no, in fact, you know who's a better comparison? You're just like Guy Fieri. I am totally. I mean, if I started going around publicly and seriously saying that Chez Pazienza is just like Guy Fieri, you're going to get fucking pissed at me. <laughs> and I wouldn't blame you because, of course, it's bullshit. I want that money. <laughs> I want the Guy Fieri money. But as we predicted on this show, when all this started to happen with Donald Trump quoting, you know, putting intelligence and in scare quotes or as John Stewart calls them, dick quotes. Yeah. We said from that point forward, when Donald Trump started to lash out the intelligence community, you don't fuck with the intelligence community. You don't go down that road because you know what? They're going to fuck with you right back. And Donald Trump is such a nutbag that he has got decades of compromising material that they can use. Yeah. Decades of stuff that they can access. So we had this story that uh, Trump campaign staffers are communicating with Russian intelligence. Meanwhile, American Allies this is an article written by uh, uh, Kurt Eichenwald in Newsweek. American Allies intercepted communications between Flynn and Russians inside the U.S. So our allies are well aware of all that crap. Meanwhile, the Wall Street Journal confirmed John Schindler's reporting that the intelligence community is withholding intelligence from Trump yeah. be- because they're afraid he's been compromised. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, let's put it this way. Donald Trump could be the most competent commander-in-chief, the most competent chief executive in the history of the presidency. 
And that shouldn't matter at all because he has been compromised by a foreign government, a foreign government that, that isn't friendly necessarily to the United States. No, no, not by a long shot. So therefore, no. even if he was the most competent you know, commander in chief ever to step into the Oval Office, he would still be under the rule of law and the constitutional rules about treason is what we're talking about here. And it specifically is defined in the Constitution, uh, providing aid and comfort to an enemy. That's what it says in the Constitution. That's exactly what Donald Trump is doing. Donald Trump is allowing Vladimir Putin to basically take over one-third of the American government. He's certainly taken over the Department of State. Right. That's for sure. He hasn't taken over the intelligence community yet, but I'm sure he's working on it. But they're not going to let him do it. So. All right. Oh, meanwhile, God, we didn't even mention that Andy Pudzer, Pudzer, whose name I hate pronouncing. Andy yeah, I know. Pudzer. That's right up there with, with Steve Mnuchin. <laughs> Andy Pudzer from Carl's Jr. will not be the labor secretary. And the first thing I asked when that all went down was, where was the vetting? And this has been relatively easy to vet Pudzer and find out that he's got some really nasty skeletons in his closet, but... Nah, it's a Trump White House. They don't vet <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't know if you saw the story, uh, not surprising in AOL News, that uh, the White House is in a state of borderline chaos, which we kind of already knew. And, oh, yeah, by the way, watch for it this weekend. Donald Trump's doing a rally on Sunday in Florida. A uh, rally? A rally. He's oh, doing, yeah, that's right. That's he's, right. He's like, as far as he's concerned, he's still on the f***ing campaign trail. Exactly. And this is actually, this rally is being financed by the campaign. Uh, Robert Costa from uh, the Washington Post, who I've nicknamed uh, Muggsy, because every time he's on MSNBC, God, he totally looks like a Muggsy. I was like, oh, there's Muggsy, Robert Costa. He said here on Twitter, Trump friends tell me decision for POTUS to hold big rally on Saturday in Florida, Saturday, by the way, in Florida, is part of his desire to, quote unquote, go to his people and, quote unquote, bring back the crowds. <laughs> He's he's so overwhelmed. Yeah, he is. He's he's so under siege. He's, he's in got terms that. of you know he doesn't like this. He doesn't like not being not you know not having immediate adulation. Yeah, that's right. And it's just it, it's what he's got, gotten over the past, especially over the past couple of weeks, is is exactly the opposite. Yep. Postmortem show is next. We'll see you over there, folks. Patreon.com/slash Bob and Chess. Bye bye.